welcome to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner, and this is my podcast, where every episode we make a playlist for a specific life event, moment, or occasion, always with a special guest. And today we're making a playlist for climbing out of your own grave with my special guest, Hampton Yount. Hey. Did I say it right? Yount? Yount. Yount. I feel like I try a new way each time. Everybody does. <laughs> it's so it's been it's been a real uphill battle having yeah. a name Hampton Yunt. Well, the Hampton part's no problem. I'm from Virginia. How many Hamptons do I know? Can't count them. None. <laughs> no one is named it. Oh, I know other Hamptons. No, really? Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? I am from Virginia. That's like the family never, name down. It's I've one of those. I've never met one. It's like being named I don't know um, Sierra from wherever that is. <laughs> From the Sierra Mist Mountains? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Sierra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or like Montana if you're from, I don't know, Iowa or whatever. Okay. Okay. I kind of get that. No, I get I get what I you're saying there. I saw my first concert at the Hampton Coliseum. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who was it? Sting. <laughs> like a real divorcee. Sting. I'm 40 years old. <laughs> yep. Wasn't that when he was like doing his like... You know, uh, Renaissance. That music was his entire career after yeah. the police. Yeah, so yes. Yeah, it's like not even like the police. You're just going to go see a guy play a mandolin. But I did see <laughs> he did do a bunch of police songs, and I was like, "This is what I'm here for." Nice. I was born in the wrong time. I have been stung. <laughs> yeah. Sting has consider stung. me stunged, <laughs> fully stunged. Young, dumb, and full of stung. <laughs> That's how you die if you're allergic to bees. <laughs> Um, why did you pick this uh, topic for the playlist? Uh, I gave you, you a few choices. You suggested a couple of dynamite choices, Thank you. and this one I felt was very on brand, maybe too on brand. I try to, I try to get in my guest's maybe, wheelhouse. Maybe you were like, Hampton's going through some stuff. Oh no! <laughs> well, I mean, do, uh, you're climbing in the way out that you're room. always going through some stuff. That's a good point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I am a bit active. Yeah, yeah. You get things yeah. done. You go through them. I couldn't tell if it was maybe a little targeted because I do a podcast about uh, mental health uh, mm-hmm. and it's comedy uh, forward but it's suicide buddies right mm-hmm. so I don't know I was like is this because of my pop? <laughs> I mean it was a little bit I was like well I'm not going to do like a suicide podcast mm-hmm. I mean a, a suicide, a suicide playlist, playlist. but eh, you know I like the spook <laughs> He likes the spook. Let's get spooky. Let's get spooked. Um, and I do also, I think, have I've a... been spooked and stung so far. This entire podcast. <laughs> I've, I've got been a, spooked and stung. I've got a photo of you uh, that I, I think is has become your um, your avatar in my head. Hmm. Uh, that you were, you were dressed as Nosferatu, I believe, in it. As a kid? No, no. As an adult for a show at the, the Meltdown. Oh, maybe. You're some sort of vampire character. I think I was Freddy Krueger? No, no, no. You had a cape and a bald cap. Oh, I was Voldemort. Oh. I was Voldemort. Well, Voldemort, <laughs> who is who is the modern day Nosferatu. That was a fun, that was a fun thing. It was It's like a fantasy roast. So you do yeah. like a typical roast as comics, but you, you know, we were doing like the Harry Potter roast. Yeah. And uh, God damn. I, I did the Hamilton one when it was historical. Yeah. <laughs> They, They're fun. They're, I, I was mean, like, this is a gimme. You guys want me to freestyle. I pass on some, but every now and then they really like target get me where it's like, do you want to be Voldemort? Do you want to be Freddy Krueger? Do you want to be Tony Stark? <laughs> and every one of those have been like, yes. Yeah. And I think I was also um, Oswald, the shooter, for when they did the oh. rest of JFK. 
Oh, so wow. Funny. I mean, I bet you had some, so, I bet you really <laughs> murdered, huh? I bet you really had some deadly jokes there. Uh, yeah. huh? Huh? I had some views that were expressed. <laughs> Alex Jones was in attendance and oh, okay. he bought a shirt. Okay, good, good. <laughs> was he on the dais or he was just in the audience? He's just in the, he's a comedy fan. He is. He, ha- he used comic, to hang you know? out. He still hangs out at the old Mount Dom. <laughs> Oh, wow. It's going to come back, yeah, I'm telling you. That's the, uh, it's like the conspiracy uh, version of American Horror Story, <laughs> in that episode where they're all in the hotel, but it's just different conspiracy people <laughs> hanging out. Um, anyway, yeah, I, uh, I, I think it's fun. You know, I think it's, mm-hmm. I think crawling out of your own grave, I'm going to say, is um, it's self-affirming. <laughs> you know you can bring yeah. yourself down. You who, know you can bring yourself back up again. Who put you in that grave? You did. You did. Who's and getting you out of it? It's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with mental health, it's like uh, it's it's odd that it's largely you fighting you. It really isn't a, a weird conspiracy of everyone is just ruining my life. Well, I mean, I got to get in here and be be all <laughs> mental healthy also, and be like, but it's not. It's you and your team fighting you. <laughs> Maybe you're the piece of shit. Because well, you can't. Because when you're in it, you're you're, you're the flawed narrator constantly. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you have to like have people around that you trust, and you can, or at least if you're not directly bouncing things off of, you can kind of eyeball it and be like, well, they didn't scream when they saw me. <laughs> it can't be the monster I think I am. Yeah, it's not that. Maybe it's me. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like you use? Uh, music as any sort of like you know emotion therapy oh yeah I just need to I've never really gone that far with it well I do I mean not like in a time for therapy way but Mm -hmm. like definitely I feel like I do songs like drugs where like they can bring me up bring me down (laughs) and sometimes I'll do that recreationally be like oh I'm gonna get some sad on songs on drugs though (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty fun um but and I've said before, I can't really meditate, but I will walk around and listen to music, and that oh, yeah. will that really like kind of clears my brain out and put some sweep some new ideas into them. Yeah, um, I do that with going outside, you know, mm-hmm. like. But yeah. I always am like, I feel better just because I'm outside. Yeah, that's you know, a lot of like it. I kind of will turn on metal when I'm in a certain mood, mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't think I use it as any sort of remedy, you know. Like I don't feel better per se mm-hmm. after I, you know dive into some depressive music or uplifting music. I, I'm always just like, I just enjoy that song. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely do. But I also, oh, cool. um, I think part of it also, this is a real crackpot theory. Mm-hmm. A lot I like to sing. Uh, folks, you're going to want to get on YouTube. Because yeah, I sing a lot. Uh, you're going to want to uh, check out uh, Eliza in my, Skinner on In YouTube. my singing, I feel like it vibrates the uh, bones in my head <laughs> in a way that is pleasant <laughs> and calming, maybe like that uh, lady uh, with autism and the cow smusher. <laughs> I, I do enjoy Temple Grandin. I do enjoy singing also, but it is funny. Like I feel like I'm getting worse at it as I get older because mm. I keep smoking pot. I think that's the thing. It's yeah, ruining my voice. It's a hard bit. on the little vocal cords. Well, you know, you're also you use those professionally as a comedian. Well, I think that it's helped the comedy because oh, yeah? I, I now sound a little bit more stern. A little bit more authoritative. That sounds more Casey Kasem to me than Stern, but they're both broadcasters. But there's, <laughs> but there's like so much, um, you know, video of me that's like starting comedy that's like, hi guys. Like, <laughs> that's true. It's like I was like a little boy. Yeah. So it's it's maybe helped a little bit. Now people take have to take me seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, I mean, that's it. Yeah. I mean, just to start off with some real ass kissing, you're one of my favorite comics. Oh, Elijah, Mary, you're the best person in the whole world. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank um, you. That's very and, sweet of you. And I, I think about that um, 
kids do the news joke all the time. <laughs> the child, Is that on one of your albums? Child, yeah, the bit about child pornography. <laughs> yes. It's, Man. It's the most lighthearted take on child pornography. Yeah. It's just like, well, you can't be upset that he's joking about child pornography because that's just a delightful little take. The the take is that, yeah, like, you know, it's like when they'd be like, kids news, kids do the news, like on, you know. That's what you think of. (laughs) Morning blocks of children's shows. But now it's like when I hear child pornography, I just like, child porn, kids doing porn. (laughs) I hold the boom. (laughs) I'm the director. Yeah, they've got like. I'm the pizza guy. (laughs) They have a child. Chocolate milk mustache that's like very thick. <laughs> I'm gonna clean the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, we got an A in a bag. Yeah. It's so um, horrible. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah. So that's why you're booked. Um. <laughs> uh, do you want to get into this podcast? This playlist? Man, that is twice now that, that I've messed you have up. I know. Flipified those words. I know. It's tough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would love to dive in. Okay. Well, the first song on the playlist is mine. Sometimes I let the guests go first. Sometimes <laughs> Yours are in the order that you sent them, so I worked around them. Okay. So the first uh, choice in our Crawling Out of Your Own Grave playlist, Pet Cemetery by the Ramones. <laughs> From their 1989 album, Brain Drain. I've never heard this. Really? It's good. Yeah, it's a very very 80s Ramon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Late. Good point. They've slowed it down a little bit. Yeah. And you could tell, like, oh, yeah, this could go on a, a movie soundtrack. Oh, absolutely. You know, the guy, he's got to get to his pet at the airport, his his pet's at the airport. Yeah. Oh, i got, I got to tell my pet I love them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My cat's about to get on a plane. You only watched one kind of movie, huh? <laughs> People leaving on planes. <laughs> um, that's the po- you know that's the playlist that I did with uh, Dave. I was just talking to him. I think that's yeah. why it's in my brain. Okay, guys, check out that episode with my life mate Dave to the Ross. Yes, who do- who's your yeah your podcast buddy, um, your suicide buddy. Uh, yeah, so that was written. Uh, the apparently Stephen King is a big fan of the Ramones. Oh my god! And he invited them to his house. Hell yeah! Um, and let them. Um, he gave Dee Dee a copy of Pet Cemetery, um, and he went to the basement and read it, and huh. then came back with an idea for the song. What? <laughs> yeah. You Supposedly. Just, oh, I'm just gonna go away for like ten hours. Yeah. By, yeah. I, I mean, Stephen King books are fucking long. Yeah. Either when it's about a clown, it's like. Oh, especially when it's about a clown. That's a remarkably long one. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, "Mm, he's a clown and uh, people are scared of clowns. Make Mm -hmm. this 4,000 pages. That's hysterical. Yeah. I like that, like, Stephen King's just that annoying you'd want to be like um i'll just go read this book downstairs like, yeah um, or do you think he he was like i'm gonna go read the book downstairs or if he was like hey do you have a bathroom and then just like disappeared for an hour <laughs> yeah and they're all like uh, i guess we can't leave till Dee, Dee comes back the backstory to this nuts? is he was having intestinal problems <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you have anything a uh, light read like a uh, pet cemetery <laughs> um that's pretty cool i mean i know that stephen king plays music and he's like mm-hmm. very into like thinking of himself a bit like I could have been like, you know, a rock and roll guy. And like, <laughs> like a dad. Yeah, I'm like, I'm into like cool shit. Mm-hmm. I think that's so wild that he would invite the Ramones. Do you uh, do you see yourself having the, the, the late in life garage band? Absolutely. Yeah. I've been Other toying comics? with it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's stupid. But it's like at a certain point, you're like, I guess I know a bunch of people who play bass. 
Yeah. So it's almost crazy so for have me that not all, to have it. That man. all bass band. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so dangerous territory for comics. Did you ever see Dane Cook released up music? No. Yeah. He has a whole song and it totally applies to this playlist of Crawling Out of the Grave. The song is called Forward. And it's just like, sometimes you feel like not, you know, believing in yourself. So he's really wishy-washy with the lyrics? <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, like but you gotta, you gotta move forward! Or it's like, onward, nice. and it's just like, cool, dude. That sounds like the, the, the genre of music that's like the third album by the Christian band. And they're like, we're not gonna say you gotta have Jesus, but you gotta have it's, something. That's what it is. It's so Christian Something rock. in your life. Will you believe in God? God? Yeah, I think that was during the period of time where his brother was stealing millions from him. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I guess you do have to move forward. So there was a Dane Cook 2, Gallagher 2 sort of thing? Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I got cooked. Oh, man, you've been stung and cooked, <laughs> scattered and smothered. Um, the next song in the playlist is yours. Yeah, my first choice is Miley Cyrus's smash hit, The Climb. I legitimately have cried to this so many times. Man, I love when a real down the middle, like mainstream song gets into the middle of your brain and just explodes it. Absolutely. And it's like, you thought I couldn't do this? Yes, I can from the middle of the food court of a mall. I am 10,000 fireflies. <laughs> They I am like a bird. Me. I do fly away. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's all about just don't stop believing. Yeah. It's exactly the Dan Cook song. Uh, yeah, that's why I thought it was a, a nice uh, uh, intro. It's from 2009, and it was for the soundtrack of Hannah Montana, the movie, but was not written for it. Yes. It was, it was written therapeutically by the songwriters. Really? Yeah. Um, it was written by these two songwriters, uh, Jesse Alexander and John Mabe. Whoa. Cyrus didn't even have a hand in that? <laughs> I mean, so it's devastating. Honestly, that's pretty authentic to the uh, to the old school yeah. music tradition she comes from. Yeah. Um, songwriters. Yeah. Well, you know, they're just for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, apparently Jesse Alexander was like working out some stuff and she brought this to her songwriter. And yeah, they say it was a very therapeutic Almost like again, almost Christian rock. It was a lot of like it is. We want to so... say God, but we're gonna make it. Yes, you yourself, yes. the universe, whatever. I think that's why I like it because I'm allowed to like it. Like if it was Christian rock, I couldn't listen to it, mm-hmm. like and justify it to myself, you know. But like, it's such a um, saccharine song, and but it it works. I don't know. I've literally just burst into tears. Here's the clock. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do this like find you at a specific time it's about the climb it's not about whether you make it or you did make it it's about the fucking journey I feel like that's very you and comedy oh my god absolutely I feel like you're like climb climb and then, oh like, yeah if, when you get stuff you're like fuck this stuff I got where's another climb for me <laughs> Oh, I'd say I gotta the, climb more I'd say uh, I don't know if you've seen my suicide podcast <laughs> but the career has been a bit up and down uh, yeah yeah, yeah a lot of things work out and then go away quickly. So I've had to believe in myself. You do. You should. (laughs) Are you at all a fan of Miley Cyrus? Can you handle her? I do. I am and I can and I do. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, I think she's got it back. Yeah. 
here's my one my one little pet peeve, and it's not really even so much about her. It's about the way people talk about her. Mm. She's always been country. When she crossed mm. over into whatever pop. Maybe she even tried to say hip hop at some point. <laughs> oh it God. was still country. Her phrasing was still that like hard R. Because so you saying... can't stop and you don't stop. But <laughs> you are making such a good point. Right? I did not realize that. And You're I... absolutely right. She's. It's like even the hip hop sound of country. Yeah, I think the juxtaposition pulls at your brain in a way you haven't heard before, and so you're kind of like, oh, okay, well, this yeah. sounds like fresh. Somehow. Those were rough years. <laughs> Those I were rough years. <laughs> Man, talk about a song that I feel like. Every person who respects themselves as an artist still is like, oh, but this song, mm-hmm. Wrecking Ball. I feel like people are like, oh, shit, man, Wrecking Ball. Yeah. Yeah, that cuts to the core. I mean, I, I start crying. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yes. Like, that's sad. That's yeah. sad. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> there's been so much better stuff subsequently. Like, honestly, she had one album, I can't remember but she what it's called, but she's like Leather Jacket. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a throwback to a lot of like, I don't know. It's some sort of 1950s vibe going on. So you're like a real. It was good. It was a really good album. Yeah, it was a Miley head. Have you seen her? Have you seen her live? I would never. (laughs) I I I feel like you would accidentally and then fucking love it. I would rather commit suicide in front of the White House. (laughs) That seems like something you would want to do. That's on the bucket list. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's. That's different. There it is. Okay, it's called Younger Now. Younger Now. Yeah, that one was really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bangers was the real change model. Yeah. Um, and I still like uh, Party in the USA. Yeah, classic. Mm. Great. Um, <laughs> next song. So, like, yeah, I feel like we've set the stage at the Pet Cemetery because, mm. I mean, that makes it easy mm. to come back to life and crawl out of your grave. Um, maybe we're cats <laughs> yeah. or dogs. Yeah, you're like, wait, they buried me in the Pet Cemetery? So they'll come back to life. That's what they do with the little girl. Spoiler. You find out your family is just fucking cheap. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to oh, be buried. I didn't think you'd find out. That would be like, I don't want to be buried in a dumpster behind a 7 <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> Spread my ashes <laughs> out amongst the dumpster of the 7 Eleven. Um, all the best ones. Um, yeah, so the third song in the playlist, mine, is When I Come Around by a little band called Green Day. <laughs> this feels like Aww. you can see climbing out of a grave to this, right? I absolutely see you. Feeling so pumped in your teen years that this this song gave you life. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was like, they don't get it, mom and dad. <laughs> but I do. It's like y'all other dead people don't even understand what's happening with me. But when I get back, when I when I crawl up onto the surface of the earth, I'm yeah. fucking blowing all your minds. What am I from nineteen ninety-five <laughs> off a of dookie? My favorite thing about like that kind that era of punk is they so much would just talk about their own lives where like, I've got a friend who lives next door. His name is Derek and he fucking sucks. <laughs> but it's like But his mom is hot. Yeah, it's like, my sister is a whore. <laughs> it's like they're gonna hear this shit. <laughs> they were like so putting everyone on blast who's in their direct orbit. My dad, my neighbor, my sister, that girl down the street. Yeah. I'm now imagining that like a, a band like that practicing in somebody's room, <laughs> someone opening the door and being like Derek, are you talking about me? No, mom. It's a different mom. Coming in <laughs> my Wait, room that... and it sucks. Derek, that really sounds like it's me. <laughs> no, it's not about you. You sang mom. about the pizza bagels I just brought you. My mom Denise is a cunt. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, that I'm, is. You know what? It's time to do some homework. <laughs> 
She's 47 and lives in Virginia. Damn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that style of punk. Yeah. You're just name checking shit around you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you, but someone in the band, like at least the guitarist, actually like took lessons and went to band. Unlike mm-hmm. the punk eras before, which were like, yeah, we're just going to get some instruments and fucking figure it out. <laughs> and that's the sound. Man, I feel bad, though, because it's like he's getting upbeat now. But wait till they find out about Bush. <laughs> <laughs> that band's gonna get so mad. <laughs> it couldn't possibly get worse than George W. Uh, Bush Jr. Oh man! Oh, uh. <laughs> I'm shocked they even they they could produce anything that they weren't just like, oh, it's too much. <laughs> it's too big to struggle with all in one song. <laughs> we gotta just an album. Let's just all take a knee and let let rage handle <laughs> take it. Take a knee. <laughs> Let Rage Against the Machine go, go at it. They'll do it for us. Uh, yeah, I never really got... I mean, like... Not until the musical? You didn't get into Green Day until... I don't know. Until they had a Broadway musical? They've been good. I just never gave a shit. Mm. So you were more punk than they were. I, ne- I never was that punk. What were you? Um, Like emo. <laughs> like current day emo? Well, like DC. Uh-huh. <laughs> DC emo. Okay. And then also like a lot of just like... Like Fugazi? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so like old school emo. Because I feel like now people say emo <clears throat> when they could mean goth slash Oh, yeah, uh, totally. Techno. Yeah, and I mean like I did get into new metal pretty hard, which is that to me was like this is the most mainstream of my life was like Linkin Park, System of a Down, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I never liked Blink-182 much, mm-hmm. you know, and like I do actually like some 41, at least like one of their albums, uh, Does This Look Infected, I think is like a perfect album. It's very mm-hmm. well made, but like that's it, you know, like I just, ne- I kind of slept on no effects, all that shit just wow. wasn't in my orbit. I was listening a lot to d- the Dismemberment Plan, <laughs> hmm. okay. which is a, like one I of my favorite bands of all time. Dismem- Dismemberment Plan. Yeah, they're like a DC institution. Oh. And they're ph- phenomenal, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was my childhood. Yeah, did you go to local shows? Yeah, I'd go see them a lot. Did you go? I probably went to see them like Because you were Tidewater, right? Uh, Virginia, Virginia? I'm from uh, near Manassas. Oh, okay. So yeah, straight up in DC. Mm-hmm. Did you now? I'm trying to. <clears throat> <laughs> Eliza and I are both from Virginia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this hasn't come up yet. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't. I can't think of the bands. I was. I dated a guy in a band <laughs> in DC, and so I would go up there a lot. Ooh. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, later on, I let him open for me. <laughs> as a comic because oh, he was see. like I'm really good at comedy and me and uh, Janine Brito and Aparna Nicerla did, did a show in DC and he was like yeah yeah let me, let, I'll bring all my friends I'll open I'm, I'm such a good comic and I was like you've been doing comedy and he was like yeah yeah and I'm like really because I, I always think of you as a drummer and he's like no 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 comedy and he ate it real hard <laughs> <laughs> whole act is like y'all you ever be drumming y'all ever drum this guy knows what i'm talking about i don't drum sir yeah comedy um, for drummers yeah but that was uh yeah what what a time what a time <laughs> now i think i just missed out a lot on stuff that was like really for my generation like i really didn't listen to blink 182 and everyone listened to blink 182 and i remember like I had a class uh, where you could play music while everybody read or something like that. And it was my turn and I put on Dismemberment Plan and like literally like people's heads 
bolted up and it was like, what the fuck is this garbage? Wow. Like they were mad and it was like, I don't know. What do you want to play? And they put on Nickelback. (laughs) Wow. Like in my mind, I'm like, I'm not drawing a huge difference. They were like, this is not top 40. We're mad. Uh, Like, you know, it's not even like mainstream punk, you know, like Blink-182. It's just like, what is this garbage? I had uh, you go into DC weird. (laughs) Bringing it back to me, um, I had dinner one night um, in uh, Vancouver Hmm. uh, at a table next to Nickelback. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, holy shit, is that Nickelback? Perfect. perfect. (laughs) They all eat together. That's that's well, no, the one that you know, the one that (laughs) Chad Kroger, yeah, him, (laughs) the owner of Kroger. Is is he? Wow. He's they the got... heir to the Kroger. Man. Because... Did you know they started out as a 90s cover band? Kroger grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Holy shit. <laughs> that was so different. <laughs> but I guess they were, they just, you know, that's why that music sounds like bad Nirvana uh-huh. and shit. It's like, because that's all they, they were sort of like a bar cover band hey. that would play those songs all the time. I mean, I think it's weird that there's kind of a thing with so baked into music that's like easily enjoyable music versus challenging good music mm. like what's it for is are we is music really for, are we should be should we be like how do i figure out this song mm. or can we just be like mm, when i'm almost asleep it's making my butt feel good <laughs> <laughs> like it's Both. just yeah it has to be everything right? but it it's sometimes it's so specifically one thing to you you know and it's like yeah, I, I like music that makes me at least go, whoa, like I've never thought of that, you know, in a song. Are but, you a lyrics guy? Uh, it's everything, for sure. Like, Some absolutely. Some people, like, don't even listen to the lyrics of songs and they'll be surprised by what they're listening to. I think it did take me a long time to, like, clue in. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, of course, there's been times where it's like the lyric is the entire reason for the song. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Tom Waits is a good example. It's like you're not listening to that to be like, oh, this is melodic. <laughs> yeah. No, this is an interesting way of presenting a poem. <laughs> yeah. This is an interesting way of presenting your wife's writing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he doesn't write his own songs. Uh, next song on the playlist is yours. All right. My next song is... Um, by, I believe, Matchbook Romance, and the song is called Monsters. Yeah. Because it sounds to me creepy crawly. Yeah. That's, so, so we've pop punked mm-hmm. mostly out of the grave. <laughs> and this now is we're, like, a song I'm around. embarrassed like, to like, for sure. Really? Oh, yeah. Because it's good, but it's like, the band is probably shitheads. <laughs> They're like, I'm scary monsters. Well, it... It was featured on Guitar Hero 3, Madden NFL 07, and Arena Football Road to Glory. <laughs> so I think this yes. might be your jock jam? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's such a jock jam. Yeah. I'm like embarrassed to like it, but I every time I hear it, I'm like, it just so specifically makes me think of crawling. Like it's mm-hmm. like... It's, it's spooky. It's almost like spooky. Tim Burton level mm-hmm. spooky, which I'm trying to personally embrace now. <laughs> Because I've been so resistant to it. You are alone. <laughs> you are now trying to embrace Tim Burton's spook. No, 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 not. But just like general spookiness. Like I've always been like, okay, uh, okay. like I've I've never I've never liked people calling me goth. Okay. I've always been like I'm not I'm not like I'm not gonna be costumey spooky. Right. And now I'm getting and you're like not like a horror movie person or. Anything. I'm a huge horror movie person, and I now have two tattoos of spiders on me. <laughs> Eliza, I'm sorry, the diagnosis is in. You goth. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
you got. Exactly. So now uh, things like this that normally I would have been like, well, that's a little too spooky for me to enjoy. That's I'm now hysterical. like, oh no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is this one's going in my old uh, my rotation. The old monsters. Uh, by uh, Matchbook Romance. Yeah, a band that probably faded into obscurity pretty quick. I- I'm proud of them for making those video game deals. That probably like paid some good coin. Have you done any uh, video game voices? <laughs> I wish. My God. I would love that. I would fucking die to do that. I interviewed a bunch of, I, I moderated a panel of video game voice people oh, cool. at a Comic-Con one time. <laughs> and boy, people are into them. They're like, uh, you guys ever notice how you're always missing the blue key? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> or they'll be like, oh, well, I mean, I guess I could say something like this. Watch out, Snuggles! <laughs> wow! <laughs> like, every- yeah, I really noticed while playing like... um Batman uh, video games recently, like, you know, the level of how many voice actors they need. And it's like literally to deliver dialogue that's like, boy, I heard there was news Batman was around this neighborhood. Hope he doesn't go up to that grate on the fifth floor. Like, they're just, (laughs) and I'm like, who would talk like this? (laughs) You're just explaining what you need to do. The, like, stale edges of stuff like that appeal to me so much. (laughs) I I love going to uh, amusement parks partially for the intro videos to rides. Oh, my God. Where they're like, okay, everybody, so here's where we make the tubes. Uh-oh, there's something wrong with the tube machine. <laughs> well, I hope everybody knows how to keep their arms and legs inside of a car in case something goes even more strange in the tube machine. <laughs> I cannot believe Jaws has popped out every time. I'm trying to just take a nice yes, boat ride. I keep thinking this is going to be normal and relaxing. Yeah, the Jaws one's pretty great where they're like, you know, this is where there was famously a shark Whoa! attack a long time ago. And, you know, it would suck if anything happened now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I will kill people to do those roles. I would love it. I absolutely want to be I mean, more into voice acting. Uh, you should be. You do so many fun voices. I've, I've been on like two auditions. In well, my MST3K, life. that kind of counts, right? <laughs> yeah, the show I'm actually on. On does count, <laughs> um, but right now we're kind of in limbo. So yeah. I don't know when the next time I'm going to get to voice a. How robot. many How many seasons you got out there so far? Two. Okay. Two guys are on Netflix still. Check out Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Uh-huh, Maybe uh-huh. watch it enough that Netflix decides to <laughs> make more. <laughs> does that make sense? No. Yeah. No, it can't. Be. It, it, it honestly, it is funny how ratings do not matter. Yeah, it well, did if, well, I, <laughs> and it didn't matter. I assume that. Netflix, who I would love it if you hired me. Please do that. I have so many ideas and they're very cheap. Um, Cop Island. It's an island of cops. Actually, what I want to do is I've never seen Cop Rock and I would love to do a show called Eliza Skinner's Never Seen Cop Rock. And it's just what I imagine it probably was. (laughs) That's perfect. Absolutely. Um, Like, we're cops and we rock. (laughs) Stick your hands up. I got a gun. Like, it writes itself. That is how Cop Rock got written. Yeah. By itself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the script had a little anthropomorphic hand writing itself. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> uh, like Clippy. Sing? Um, but I do imagine that Netflix is run by some boy prince who's like, Father, bring me more of the strange things. I'm finished with the MST3K. Take it away. Here's an idea, But you Netflix. loved that, Jeeves. <laughs> no, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> um, why don't we try a, you know, a cop show? Like, what, I don't know. Like, like, what kind of cop show? I don't know. They're, like, solving, like, one murder <laughs> over, like, a season. And I you know want what? it. Let's Give just, it to me. Let's just put it in England. Give it to me. Cop Island. I do kind of want to make my own fake, like, thing. I don't know what it would be, but it's the idea is Cop Island, and okay. it's... 
it's like, you know, he's a cop. He's got to solve a murder on a Scottish bluff island. And, and then everyone on the island is a cop. Everyone's so a cop. It's like Galapagos, but cops. Yes. So we have like different breeds of cops. <laughs> yes, exactly. With different abilities and stuff. <laughs> yeah. they've, they've inbred in a strange way because it's a solid island. Yes. Okay. Every, every level of everyone is a cop. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, let's do this. Should it, oh yeah, another one. Okay, more more playlist. Um, the next one is my song. I mean, it's not. I wish it was. Um, it's stronger by Kanye West. Now you're like helping other people out of their graves, right? I need you to hurry up now, off of graduation from 2007. I mean, if you weren't ready to... It sucks, man. <laughs> it sucks that he's a piece of shit now. Yes. But if you weren't ready to crawl out of your grave before, this comes on, you're like, get me up there and on the dance floor. I need you right now. Yeah. I mean... Would we call him? I kind of already like the Daft Punk, you know, song. Oh yeah, I thought that was very tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. It sucks. I, I just now can't not think about how he's like the a Trump loving piece of shit. Well, yeah, but I mean, back to the whole mental health thing. Um, Isn't he I'm just no, somebody who's like got too much of a microphone in front? I'm of no him? longer okay with that excuse, oh. honestly, because now he is somebody who is self acknowledging as somebody who needs mental health, and yeah. then does not do it mm-hmm. instead he titles an album like i'm bipolar except when i'm not like you know it's like <laughs> shut the fuck up man you are like minimizing like mental health and like if your whole excuse is just like i'm unmedicated and i'm cr-, you know and it's wrong to make fun of me if you if you do think i have mental imbalance therefore you're wrong it's like no, you're being a piece of shit. I think it's fine to make fun of him, but I would say that back to that, like, oh, it's been fine to make fun of him for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like hugging Trump. Yeah, <laughs> but as he far can go fuck himself. But like, I, back to that, like, um, uh, unreliable narrator thing. Mm. Like, I do think that he is. I don't know. I haven't talked to him. I shouldn't like <laughs> diagnose him. But I think that you it's guys really... haven't hung out. Yeah, yeah, not recently. <laughs> but I do think that's hard to like. Like, you, we shouldn't. It's our fault for listening to him. You wow, know? you're right. Like, Victim blame. <laughs> no, but like if if someone was like walking around with like they had just chopped their arm off and mm. was like, I want to give you guys advice on arms. We'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's another problem here. Why? Yeah. No, no, no. But I want to talk about arms. Ignore this part. Like, no, man, we need. I, well, that's the thing. This it, is weird. It just felt like everybody did t- say, yes, you are acting somebody who's imbalanced. Yes. I think a one tipping point was when he went on like uh, Ellen and he just ranted for like 30 minutes and like you know, you can see the exclusive footage of Kanye talking online like mm-hmm. and it was like people were like he he's um going through an episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is where the typical way of talking as Kanye where you know, he's making a lot of large points and tying them all together. Now it's more like he's spinning out and he's yes. talking about Anything and everything somehow relates, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, I don't know. We just missed our opportunity. Like, we, society did react, but then I think he used that to be like, well, if you think I'm mentally imbalanced, it's wrong to make fun of me. Well, I'm not saying it's it's, it's society's responsibility to fix it. Mm. I'm just saying, like, he's still a celebrity, mm. and he's not in the condition to be a celebrity. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like... 
someone should I don't know. Like it's just <laughs> he he should not be influencing anything. No, absolutely. I think it's crazy. And also, I don't want to cancel him because we've gotten so many like way worse people. And I'm like, I'm, I got, my record collection is thinning out here. <laughs> I got to keep some yeah. people around. It's like, God damn, I kind of like that Christian album he made. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate it. My neighbors play it way too much. Yeah, there was like one song on there. I was like, this is really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the kids got it. But yeah, and also like apparently Mania feels amazing, so... He's probably, I don't know. Yeah, it's wrong to make fun of me. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody who makes fun of me is wrong. No, no. Make fun of him, but I'm not angry with him. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That is beautiful, actually. I'm still in, I'm still mad. Angry with him. I'm mad at my my friend. Mm, That's fair. He betrayed me. Well, why don't we move on to the next song then? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Something that you can listen to guilt free. Yeah. No need to cancel. Um, it would be, oh no. Yep. <laughs> we kind of cross paths on this. Yep. Shit. So I chose the Smiths, Cemetery Gates. Hmm. Who's the lead singer in Smiths? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent point. <laughs> Moron C. Burn C. This is, uh, <laughs> off of The Queen is Dead in... 1986. You believe this guy like voted for Brexit? <laughs> I mean, this is like, as far as someone becoming someone else, that you're like, oh no, your your songs influenced me so much, and I do not like what you're doing to the world now. Morrissey's a big old example. It's even worse for me because I'm a late adopter. You're Mr. Morris. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a late adopter to the Smiths. Like, I really didn't start listening to them until I was like 29, 28, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so there's really no reason for me to still cling to them. (laughs) Other than I'm like, they sound good. Yeah, but I mean, also, I feel like here are some of my excuses for Mm -hmm. keeping songs. Um, Again, there's way worse people. (laughs) Also, a lot of people are involved. Like, oh, true. So many different people played music, engineered this stuff, helped write it, you know. That's true. So all of them, all their work gets trashed? Yeah. Because this guy's yes. a, a doink? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is what happened with Nazis. You got rid yeah, of Hitler, all... and then you're like, what? Just because I worked with Hitler, well, but they I'm were like all a helping. bad guy? <laughs> They were all helping. I was just in Hitler's band. I was just his <laughs> See, audio See, if that was engineer. true, I would be like, I'm not mad because I'm not mad at him about his band. I'm mad at him about some of the other stuff he did. Can't we just appreciate some of the good things he <laughs> No, no, boo. <laughs> yeah, boo. come on. Podcast over. <laughs> oh, no. I really expected this to happen on your podcast. Not mine, but... Good. That yeah. one was a good one. I mean, it's definitely like... Very literal. It's about a cemetery. Yeah. So crawling out of your grave. Yeah. But um, I think that's why I threw it in because it was maybe just the most literal. Uh, I felt like this list was getting wild. Like the first one was uh, with Miley Cyrus is definitely like this makes me feel like I'm climbing myself out of a grave. The monster song, I just hear it and I think of crawling mm-hmm. and spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then this one, I mean, it's just the most literal. It's like. It's about a grave. It's about graves. Mm-hmm. It's it's misspelled though. Is it? Yeah, it's cemetery. Cemetery gates, um, which he did by mistake and stuck with it. Oh, okay. I like that with art. 
not at all a control freak dick. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, he made a mistake and he's like, that's no, how we that's do it. the new spelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I, I tried to, in my choices, reflect the like touching base on the literal stuff mm-hmm. and then also making some silly wild choices. Yeah, I wanted to get back. all points of the map, you know, mm-hmm, taken mm-hmm, care of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. I Marcy is and the Smiths are one of those areas that like I just sort of skipped over also. And growing up, yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I oh, think that's possibly why I don't consider myself a full goth. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of missed out on the Cure. I, oh, see, I would say the Cure. I did get into. I did get into them in my early twenties, but never like a lot. Like it was more like they are good. Yeah, like I just never really listened to them, but I mean, it's it's kind of the same as I feel a lot of bands. I'm like, they're good. I uh, just don't care, you know. Or I like I like them. I won't turn them off or something. But yeah, I'm not gonna like actively really get into them and like. Do you go to live shows of people? Recently, I'm tr- making a real effort to get back out. I think the last people I saw was Saves the Day, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I was very excited to go to. But it's been a while, and it's like I love uh, going to concerts but i hate um like giant festivals no interest uh, have and you played them as a comic yeah i mean it's so when i when you have when you do it as a comic you have like backstage passes and yeah. someone like will drive you from stage to stage if, the, if it's that sort of situation and when i've been doing that i'm looking at the regular people like oh my god aren't you all so tired why would you do this <laughs> just go see one of these bands and then sleep in a regular bed <laughs> yeah it's like the festival aspect to me is just no appeal like i do not want to be swarmed by like millions of people but i mean yeah the the one cop out is whenever i've done a festival you get those free you know, artist pass to go watch on the side stage. So that's all cool. But it's, again, something I would just never actively do myself or try to do, you know. Yeah. I like a nice club, a small club, um, mm-hmm. less than a thousand people. Yeah. Then I'm having a great time. I even, I like, I like like a little singer songwriter mm. like bar where oh, yeah? just like hearing somebody make up their, not make up, but play their songs, that helps me write comedy a lot. Oh, like, interesting. Yeah, because so- songs uh, will just put little pictures in my head, even if they're not mm. lyrical. Um, and then that, then I start being dumb about whatever the, that picture is, and I can write some jokes about it. Oh, that's it. pretty smart. Damn. Yeah, I should try <laughs> <laughs> I've been a little bit of writer's block. That's a really good idea. Really? Because I feel like you're 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 good with uh, coming up with premises and shit. Your punchlines. Cop no, Island seemed, didn't seem to go over too well. <laughs> no, I really love Cop no, Island. No, I'm saying Hampton, I'm, Cop Island. I went with it. I'm imagining they've got little, some of them are flying. <laughs> Some of them are Some disgusting are monsters, like they evolved in a weird, gross way. <laughs> You've got all different types. You've got cop droppings underneath the flying ones. Listen, there's all types there's of cops. There's cave cops. There's cops who don't like donuts. Mm. That's how they all evolve? <laughs> I still like little like swarms of them, <laughs> like a flock of cops. The one show which I'm going to make some effort to do eventually mm. is... One of my favorite bands is Murder by Death, mm-hmm. and uh, every year they do shows at the hotel where they shot The Shining. Ooh. So they do these like winter shows in mm-hmm. like January every year, and I it's like a destination thing. And I've never done it, but I I really want to go. Cool. Yeah, they play. Where like, is that? Is that in? That's on the East Coast. That's in Denver. That, or that's oh. like outside of Denver. Okay. It's the Stanley Hotel, I think. Do it, man. Yeah. No. That, I mean, like, I love The Shining. I love them. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. wait. That'd be. <laughs> I, I really got to make an effort. I didn't do, do it this year. It, it just happened. Does it become a big thing f- just for the band people, or is it like a big shining 
it definitely sells out and they've been adding more and more shows. Like this year they did it like two weeks. Wow. They did like four shows one weekend, four shows the next weekend. So I was like, damn. I'm really fascinated by the idea of um, very specific fan groups, (laughs) which The Shining is like a big thing. But there was a movie that Christopher Reeve was in um, Mm. with Jane Seymour. I think it was like called something about time. like Superman. No. (laughs) It was like a spot in time, a moment in time. And it all took place on this island in, I think, I don't know, Michigan? Some like Great Lakes scene. Okay. And there are, I can't even remember the name of the movie. You've never heard of it. There were fans that would go to that place every year and like dress up and cosplay it somewhere in time. That's it. Thank Thanks, you, Aristotle. Aristotle. Um, oh wow, it looks kind of fancy too. Yeah, well, it's like turn of the century ish. I think it was one of those ones where like people from different time, like they time traveled to a moment and could be in love there. Damn, you know that's kind of fun. Yeah, that happens in a lot of movies. It's almost <laughs> a genre. I like time. Yeah, time travel romance movies are so loose with what time travel is. It's like yeah. I read a letter, and <laughs> you know, it's the same letter I read forty years ago. It's like that's how the time travel works. Well, and it's perfect for commitment phobes. It's like I would be here, babe. I totally would, but I'm from the forties. <laughs> <laughs> Man, ugh, I tell you, the one problem with my boyfriend—he's a ghost. <laughs> I mean, maybe that'll be my new move, my new dating move. Like, look, this was really fun. I loved it, but I'm not from this time. <laughs> oh so you're not going to hear God, from me again. Yes. I'm so sorry, dude. Oh yes. <laughs> you put on like those cool sunglasses that are like the visor. You yeah, know, like, I'm, I'm from the 80s. I'm from the 80s. I think I could pull it off. <laughs> How's your wife? Uh, she's great. Good. She's good. doing good. Mm-hmm. How's your wife? Hey, how's the wife doing? How's your family? How's your mother? How's your family? They're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, She was texting me, how's my eye doing? Because this morning my eye was really hurting. Oh. I don't know if you can tell. It's a little puffy. Well, now that you pointed it out. Yeah. Yeah. How is it doing? I don't know. It's like puffy and weird. (laughs) It sucks. (laughs) Sucks. It's not bad enough to go to the doctor, but you're like, I guess I've got to just wait this out a day or two. Is it the eyeball or the around the eye? It's the eyelid. Oh, so it's probably like a sty or something. Dude, the best was when I told Dave, um, mm-hmm. I go, oh, my eyelid's really fucked up. And he's like, you should go to lids. <laughs> <laughs> fucking laugh was for like half super an hour. proud of that? <laughs> I was proud of him. I was like, damn. <laughs> I could not stop laughing. Uh, yeah, your podcast is, uh, as a friend, difficult to listen to. Mm, I um, Because I want to <laughs> yell things all the time. Suggestions? <laughs> yeah. Cop Island! Do Cop Island! Yeah. I have a riff! I have a riff! Aw, damn. They're doing fine without me. They don't need me. Um, it's very funny. You guys have great chemistry. Uh, the next song on the playlist mm. is mm. Walk by Pantera. Whoa. You're out of that grave, right? This is their better song. It's, yeah. I mean, if you know a Pantera song, this is the one you know. <laughs> yeah. Didn't, isn't there a big one, Cowboys from Hell? Uh. Am I, am I, I feel like this is bigger. Oh my, am I stupid? Am I stupid? I don't know that song, but it sounds right. Let me look it up real quick. Okay. I never got into Pantera. This is off of Vulgar, Vulgar <laughs> Display of Power. Uh, Cowboys from Hell. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That go. was like their big go. thing that they just kept referencing. Well, their their uh, yeah, their greatest hits album was Cowboys Best of Pantera, far beyond the great Southern Cowboys vulgar hits. <laughs> That's so lame. Oh yeah, yeah. This apparently um, 
this song was written uh, as a as like a uh, fuck you to people with bad attitude after they toured promoting, uh, yeah, promoting Cowboys from Hell. Yeah, no, I I kind of like, remember y'all are hearing jerks. that. <laughs> y'all are just being like really negative. So I'm gonna walk. You either respect or I walk. Uh, I don't respect you guys. Yeah, I I'm yeah, I'm walk. talking to you. <laughs> I think I'm gonna walk. Are you, I'm talking to you. Um, yeah, I just figured. Uh, yeah, we would, uh, some sort of some sort of uh, metal motion thing. I Is this? In here. How does this feel like getting out of the grave? Well, I feel like at this point we're out. Okay. And so oh, we're like, I'm not gonna walk- be dead anymore. Mm. I'm walking away from you, you corpses. We're getting more metaphorical here. <laughs> This is like your Miley Cyrus's The Climb. Yeah, kind of. Pantera's Walk. Kind of. It's like sometimes you just got to get going. You just got to get momentum oh, beautiful. through the cemetery and then figure it out on your own. The cemetery being depression. Life? <laughs> the real world. Yeah. Man, I got to get out of this fucking cemetery. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I did listen to this uh, when I was in high school or whatever. What that song? Mm-hmm. Really? That was mm-hmm. like your big. It was my. It wasn't my big. I was more of like a hardcore straight edge. <sighs> it sucks person. because I was so into new metal. Uh, like I would probably have been uh, listening to Crawling by Linkin Park. Okay. But it's like I, you know, only was like touching in with Metallica. Wow. Never listened to Black Sabbath until wow. I was like much older. Okay. And now I love them, but it's like. It's just funny. I, I had no interest in Pantera or Anthrax or Slayer. Like, and now I kind of like them, Slayer especially. But. Yeah. I also I I remember when I, I I was more into like as I said like hardcore kind of like real like bassy like kind of yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, and so I didn't realize until later how much of my musical theater af- affection so much metal could tap into. Oh, really? Oh, so much of it is so, like, performative and like, and so the devil will come and find you. And I'm like, hell yeah, this could be on Broadway. <laughs> right. You Damn. Know? I didn't even think, man, Wicked would be so much I'm better totally... with metal songs well, in Sebastian it. Sebastian Bach has been on Broadway a bunch. <laughs> Your Honor, Sebastian Bach has I believe been a... he played uh, Jekyll and Hyde no, in the lead. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I I just think that's so specific and something that only you would <laughs> know and reference that readily. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Sebastian Bach is basically a Broadway star now. Well, it's just all this silly drama. I God, mean, and Dr. it's Dr. Jekyll, it's, Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Who pays money? Hey, my sister was. In it. <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah. Who pays like two hundred dollars to go see Dr. Jekyll? I think it was and less Hyde. back then. I feel like the ticket prices really super spiked mm. around. Like the the early aughts, big, like late nineties. Yeah, yeah. Because you would start having like VIP sections where you could pay brokers for like bottle service. Go, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. No, you're absolutely right. It, um, it skyrocketed in price. Yeah, and it became this thing that like, okay, so this is you're saying this isn't accessible to the regular person. Exactly. And then you would see the types of plays coming out, and it's still going to this day, where it's like Beetlejuice live. Yeah. Groundhog Day live. Yeah. It's, and it's like who in the mother. Fuck is that detached? They're paying like three hundred dollars to go see Groundhog's Day live. You know what it's like? It's like fucking flip flop jewelry. <laughs> you know when people wear like please. like <laughs> please elaborate. When people wear like bejeweled flip flop necklaces. Oh yeah. Like so you can afford diamonds. Yeah. But you're wearing a flip flop. Yeah. So like you so can afford Broadway on? tickets. Yeah. And you're going to see 
the whatever Disney of the week. Why not just wear a diamond encrusted shirt that says "I'm empty inside"? Yeah, <laughs> I actually I've been I have a you want to hear my stand up bit about the <laughs> flip flop jewelry? Uh, there's diamond flip flop jewelry. I thought that was it. very specific and very good. Actually. Well, I think about it a lot because I'm I every time I see them I'm like who why what what it's the dirt shoe it's the shirt where you're the shoe where you're still shoe. dirty it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I decided that uh, uh, flip-flop jewelry is a great great way to let people know that you're a little bit rich and a lot poor. Oh, my God. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Swish. Goddamn. Thank you. <laughs> Target. Scoped. <laughs> uh, means a lot coming from you. Um, what are we talking about? Graves. Next song. <laughs> Next song is you. All right. This one was a real pleasure. Uh, the used buried myself alive. Hell yeah. He's like uh, Kill Bill or whatever. <laughs> this is what, from 2003. Is a single. Yeah, this album was tight. Is this what you're talking? This is your kind of shit. This album was huge for me. It's it's pretty that, like, like almost every track's a winner. This definitely has like a genre to it in the same way that the the. The pop punk of the 90s does mm. of that like hard 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 hey you know sometimes you don't believe <laughs> yeah taking, got it inside of you taking back sunday <laughs> brand new these were i love these bands and the users i mean it was like damn and uh the music video is like him inside of a coffin perfect and he's got like a lighter i think so and then there's another section of the video where i don't know they're in a wet basement or some shit, but like. ooh, that's usually about sex if it's a dream. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Hi, hey, hi, guys. It's Sigmund Freud. I'm a VJ. <laughs> Did you know that most of these ba- wet basement? Uh, yeah, the misplaced water is something about usually sex. <laughs> about sex that's what we normally associate that with and if we're saying basement i don't know i mean you do the math you got me getting a wet basement right now <laughs> yeah. i feel a wet basement coming on you get me yeah. shit that's the you have a that's one of your um albums right <laughs> <laughs> oh man i loved uh the use and it i felt really conflicted at the time because um like on that show, The Osbournes, which mm-hmm. honestly, one of the best reality TV shows of all time, um, Burt McCracken, who's the lead singer, he was like dating um, the daughter. Ozzy? Oh. <laughs> no, I don't want to have a boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> Sharon, Sharon, this man is trying to be my boyfriend. I don't like it. <laughs> Just go have fun with him. Come on. No, I don't want to go. Just go have fun. I don't want to have You a need a boy's date. night. No, oh, he won't text me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just as bad as the devil. Uh, but Kelly. I just remember. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly Osbourne. And Burt McCracken and Kelly Osbourne were dating, and it was like. It Doesn't was... that sound like the most mm. suburban couple of names? <laughs> Burt McCracken and Kelly, Kelly Osbourne. Kelly Osbourne? Yeah. They're getting no a pool put in. Yeah, and the whole thing seems so Sorry, f- forced and obvious mm-hmm. that it, it just was like, I really like this band, but I don't love that the lead singer is trying to get the band discovered by dating Kelly Osbourne. Like and it this... really felt like absolutely yeah, that. It was absolutely that. Mm. It's so. It's, and like in later years, they're like, yeah, it was like the producers asked if you know we'd like date because um, Kelly needs a boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, let's do this band that's like signed under you know Jack's label or some shit. Yeah. I remember in, I think, 2010, going 
I was in the UK and um, uh, Katy Perry was all over <laughs> mm. all of these magazine covers mm. and she was on them as Russell Brand's wife. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, that's that's what that was. That's what that is. <laughs> they both get completely new markets. Yeah. I mean, probably they have. I, I can't speak to what's happening inside of no, it. No, it was, but a, it seemed it was like, a whirlwind month. It, it you seemed know, they like. They probably clearly loved each other very deeply. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like <clears throat> she's a media explosion over here yeah. for having married him. And he. The, oh, I mean, the only reason we paid attention to him here was Absolutely. that. <laughs> and, and he's not anymore. Which, we don't. Who? Russell who? What transpires, all me lovelies, jets and, <laughs> and orphans and dwellers? Mm-hmm. It's like, is this comedy? What is that? He's like well, rambling. But well, isn't comedy, if you think about it, if, if you're the god and someone takes the goat legs and where are you left with? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's Russell Brand. <laughs> I feel stupid and smarter <laughs> at the same time. It's like somebody who went to Oxford but didn't learn anything. Eh, sell drugs eh. Uh Went to the parties there. Um, and they used, uh, they really lost my love slowly. They just, it's like they just didn't evolve in any good ways. Mm. They just kind of kept doing the same thing and making it worse. Yeah, it's like grow up, guys. I don't know. <laughs> I definitely like bought shirts and everything and was like fully into being like, these guys are amazing. And, uh, and by you, like the second album, I'm like, oh shit. Have you looped back around and uh, gotten nostalgic yet? Been like, I should get those, get those shirts out. I should wear those more. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like I've done that with a lot of things that I was get like. Get out the old shirts? Yeah. I think I do just throw out most of my wardrobe like. By every five years, oh, like it's I've, just gone. I've rebought know? things. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you like? Yeah, I, I have recently bought a shirt that's like very specific. It has like a panel from Watchmen on it, uh-huh. and I've bought it twice because I just love it. And I sometimes it'll be dirty, and I'm like, I want to <laughs> wear it though. <laughs> so can I have? What panel is it? It's the one where Doctor Manhattan is like holding Big dick his. Out? <laughs> He's holding his dick. Out. He's just kind of making it purple by like squeezing it. He's like, I'm blue, but check this out. See, I'm God. This is basically what a God would do. Uh-huh. Oh, I get why you would buy that twice. He's, hol- he's holding his wife's uh, face and he's like, I will always love you. It's like Aww. supposed to look like that. Um... Oh, like God. A kiss? I... Klimt? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> that was a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Because um, he's holding, they're holding the face. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I've done a lot of like, now I get to own the thing. Now, now I'm not going to be ashamed to like the thing that I used to like. <laughs> so I'll like wear a Starlight Express shirt. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I have some version of that, but I can't readily think of. Definitely I mean, I, rebought a uh, an avail t shirt. I did. Okay, I did buy a bunch of like Dragon Ball Z shirts. <laughs> I mean, that, that's all the rage. That, Hello, hot topic. <laughs> that were like funny, you know. But then, like when I was sober, I was like, oh, these aren't 
I will never wear these. Like, See, what? I clearly wait. bought these drunk and, oh, like, okay. you know, just was like, woo, this is funny. Like, yeah. it was like, oh, it's the cast of Dragon Ball Z, but they're all, like, posing like boys in the hood. And it's like, oh, that's funny. And then, like, when yeah. I'm sober, I'm like, oh, what, what a, am I, should, I, five? I should scroll past that. That's not <laughs> the sort of thing. Yeah, that's what happens when you have a TV job. You uh-huh. start spending money on shit oh, you don't need. My uh, my stupid uh, uh, drunk purchasing mm-hmm. has been recently, occasionally, Hotel rooms. Okay. I'd be like, I'm going on vacation. I wake up and I'm like, I'm going on vacation. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Yeah, it was pretty fun. pretty fun. It was real fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And no one needs to be concerned for me. Anyway, (laughs) my final choice for this playlist. Choice. uh, Piggybacking off of your uh, video influence Mm, choice. mm, mm, Mm-hmm. Mine is Backstreet's Back by Backstreet Boys. Everybody, parentheses, Backstreet's Back. Yes, they are also spooky creatures bursting out of coffins and mummy's tombs. <laughs> Why was that like the biggest video? Because uh, it was like, hey girl, who do you want to make out with? A mummy, a wolf man, or a Dracula? A Dracula. Hell yeah, that's the right Wait, choice. Wait, you're saying there's many Draculas? Yeah. He's he's a man. His name is Dracula. People love making that joke. They love, instead of saying vampires, saying Draculas. And I think it's a hack, even though I just did it. But I do prefer, instead of saying cats, saying Garfields. <laughs> Everybody look at me. <laughs> now I'm just a creepy Frankenstein. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Girl, it's so fucking Fuck, weird. Fuck, man, keep going. Keep going. Sell Girl. that song. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell your mommy, but you're dating a mommy. Oh, <laughs> man. Maybe to... we could eat that pussy like umami. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. I'm a ghost, baby. I'm dead. Such a ghost, honey. So dead. We're all ghosts, baby. This is in your mind. <laughs> We had some real trauma in our lives. That's why we're haunting you, girl. Haven't finished businesses, but my business with you's new. Oh, my God. (laughs) I listen to that song all the time with Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a delightful home scene. We love to to play the backstreet. I mean, they had the real bangers. Oh, yeah. In sync, just like the talent was probably better. Yeah. You know, but it's like they just didn't have the hits in the same way. I uh, I coached, I taught them how to rap. Qu'est-ce que c'est? Uh, you remember how that used to be my job. I would teach yeah. famous people to rap. So you taught the Backstreet Boys I how did. To they were rap? in a battle uh, against um, uh, Charlie <laughs> Poo. <laughs> they were in a, in a rap battle versus the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> should have. Um, Method Man was very excited. He was a fan. Um, but uh, no, against Charlie Puth, at, who... Ooh. Okay, he wrote that um, that the Dead People song from um, Fast and Furious. Uh, oh, it's no. been a long time oh, yeah. without you, my friend, because okay. you swerved the wrong way when you were turning that bend. Holy <laughs> fucking shit. First draft, first yeah. draft. Oh, my God. Um, first draft. <laughs> she talks about you were driving exactly 120 miles per hour with the impact crush. Let's go. With so much power. <laughs> I throw Damn. the rhyme in. Yeah. So, and he did that like, you just manifest. Okay. That one. Wow. That's crazy. You had to teach them how to rap. Yeah. Well, he was like, 
clearly a fan of theirs. So like, mm. and they were very nice fellas. They kept being like, Liza, did I get that right? Did yeah. you do this? And they were yeah. like, and I had purple hair at that time. And one of them was like, ooh, girl with purple hair. And I was like, well, shit. Oh my that's God. fucking cool. Well, um, I have a wet basement. Yeah, fully wet basement. <laughs> Full oh, wet boy. Basement we had to bring right in now. a sump pump. Kids, get out the Christmas decorations. They're we got a ruined. wet basement. <laughs> <laughs> I got such a wet basement. The Christmas decorations are ruined. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it. kids. We're sending you to your grandparents. Um, but after the last, after, um, after the B- the Backstreet Boys last verse, and it was finally time for uh, Charlie Puth to go. He goes, "Oh man, you guys are so good. You're so you're like you keep you're like you're taking away all my self esteem from fucking a really hot girl last night. I fucked a really no, hot girl last no. night. Did he? Yeah, and he like looked at me and he said it, and I'm like, who hasn't told you to not say this <laughs> to people anymore? God. And Charlie- I was like, I fully, I definitely believe that man. It's your turn. Do you, do your verse. Is Charlie Puth from the Charlie Bit My Finger video? Yeah, he grew up. Is he a baby who never learned how to no, be No, because he's not a baby anymore. He's grown up. Yeah, he's hot. And yeah, and now he's new Bieber. <laughs> Bieber 2.0. Oh. He, he like tried to make, like, what if like the Backstreet Boys had been like, no. Yeah. Like, really? Which, How'd you meet her? How, Was she super pretty? Dude, how hot? Yeah. How hot? Does she have a mom? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they never had sex. <laughs> oh no! What was her boobs oh, like? Shit, shit. Eliza, I don't know if you mind, but like, how hot? <laughs> One to ten. Diablo? Like? Are we talking Diablo? <laughs> Spicy? <laughs> um, yeah, but they were they were lovely fellas. Should have kept that on the Backstreet Boys, not on the Charlie Booth. You want to put that final song on this playlist? Sorry, I had to check my phone to remember what it was. And it is by They Might Be Giants, uh, the song Dr. Worm. Yay! <laughs> I love this song! Out of severe tire damage, originally. Good morning, how are you? I'm Dr. Worm. I'm interested in things. <laughs> I'm not a real doctor, but I am a real worm. I am an actual worm. It's incredible. I live like the worms. I like to play the drums. I'm getting better. I can handle criticism. I'll show you what I know. And you can tell me if you like. I'm getting better on they the They might drums. be Eliza. I love this song. I love this song so much. So much. Yeah. It, I mean, I, as far as like, yeah. you were talking earlier about like singing about just everything that's happening. Right? I love how simple and mundane the lyrics are. Like, mm. you can tell me if you think I'm getting better on the I drums. Love <laughs> I love it. No, it's like. And how does he play? He's a worm. It's weird because initially I was like, I think I should choose this song. But then I didn't get you the list for a long time because I was like, I can't. Like, my reasons were like, at first it's like, well, it is a song about a worm. Yes. So crawling out of the grave. Yes, because you know, the worms crawl in and the worms crawl out. But then the more I listened to it, I was like, this song is deep about truly like feeling better about yourself and getting a better mental perspective. Huh. And it's like. You know, the character is this worm, and he's kind of talking like somebody who's maybe at your job or somebody who's, like, really put down upon. Yeah. You know? and he, But he's like, I can handle criticism. I, I, I'm enjoying the things that I enjoy in life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like this is such a mentally positive song. I'll even say, I get a, a little bit of a tinge of... He didn't used to be like that. Yeah. Because they call me Dr. Worm. Yes. I'm right up front. I'm going to tell you, I'm not a real doctor. 
but I am a real worm. <laughs> like I'm the kind of guy who I used to be like, yeah, I'm a doctor. No, okay. I, but they still call me that. I'm not going to try to lie and pretend like I'm a doctor anymore. Honestly, I'm, I'm, uh, your husband died. I'm sorry. It, the doctor was a worm. Was so, he a real doctor? That's a little bit our fault. No, his name was. That's our bad. Again. Oh, was he a real worm? <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now he's like, you know what? I got to take it down to basics. I got to yeah. like set some goals and then try to improve myself and not try to just be be like a, a an artifice yeah. A fake front. I'm going to start it not knowing how to play the drums, and I'm going to keep doing it because I enjoy it. Yeah, it's like I love the message of this song, and it's weird because it's like this is more positive really than like that Miley Cyrus climb mm-hmm. or any sort of Christian rock thing about like, because it, 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 like life fucking sucks, but you got to move forward. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, this is about accepting yourself. Yeah. Which is far better than being like, fuck all the haters. <laughs> and I think it's about like having a hobby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which yes. is such a like once yes. you've come to know yourself and once you're like you know what I'm not uh, gonna hit this height but I could still do this for fun because I like it yeah and that's that's all life is you just do a bunch of those things and then you die well I mean, it's absolutely a way to kind of pull yourself out of some sort of depression is to be focusing on stuff that is positive for your life that you can work on and feel like there's incremental change and yeah. it's getting better you know, you're and, putting work in and you're getting something out of it. And things that you can feel yourself being in the moment with. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I, this is something I can focus on for mm-hmm. right now. And I can, uh, I, I made a little mistake. I can go back and try it again. There's no pressure on it. One of the reasons I like Nailed It is uh, that th- it's people, The TV show yeah, Nailed Yeah, the TV it. show Nailed It. It's not bakers. It's mm. people who are supposed to be doing something else. And they're like, I'll try doing this. And they're bad at it. And they're like, well, that's okay. I'm not yeah. supposed to be good at this. <laughs> I'm just I just tried it. That's kind of cool. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean I let's celebrate. I I kind that is how that show feels. Yeah, and that like if and when people make fun of you for for like not doing a good job at something it's you can laugh with them also and be like, "Yeah, hey, that's true. Who cares?" Yeah, it really is like the reverse of like Simon Cowell who's like, "Yeah. How dare you miss that note?" Absolutely an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> You've wasted my time. But like the entire purpose of Nailed It is like, oh, we're wasting time. Yeah. This we're is making all silly. bad cakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you messed that up. Let's do something else. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think this is a great playlist. Thank you. I think we did it. A lot of, lot of uh, uh, different choices. So do you release it all as like one album? Does it all come out as an album? Yeah. We press it on vinyl. <laughs> No, it's on a uh, Spotify playlist, and uh, people can can download it and listen to it. Oh, guys, get into that Dr. Worm. Yeah. It's truly an all-time fave. I was so ex- I I just played it the other day, so when you added it to this, I was like, what? How perfect! <laughs> um, where can people find you, and what should they know about you? Oh, shit! Time to promo stuff! Okay. Yeah. Um, guys, I do have a podcast on Starburns uh, called Suicide Buddies. Uh, it's, you know, if you're into whatever I'm doing here and you want more of it, go check that out. And I did just put uh, an hour of stand up up on Pornhub. Uh, so <laughs> you can find that on my social media. Like Are if you, you just fully look clothed? up. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did just put like an hour of my stand up up, but I did file it under Solo Man Bukaki. <laughs> Which I, I, was I mean, that's fun. comedy. So, yeah, you can find that on my social media, the links to that. And uh, there's a YouTube version, you know, okay. which I wouldn't mind if For people the kids. watched and subscribed. But, mm-hmm. yeah, you can find my stuff if you want. It's very funny stuff. 
funny stuff. And you said all the all the tw- tweet to. Uh, where to find it? Yeah, like Twitter uh, yeah, at Hampton Yunt. Okay, there everything you go. I do is just like Hampton Yunt. You just look me up, you'll find me. Yeah, not a lot of other Hampton Yunts. <laughs> I've never met another Hampton. I don't even know what the fuck you were talking about. Really? I can't. I don't even believe you. You've met more Hamptons. Yes. That's nuts. Literally, Virginia, my whole life. Never Virginia met one. is a place of family names. I have all. Wow. I'm related to tons of people named Braxton. And yeah, so I'm big dad serious. Parker's. I apologize. Dude, Parker is my middle name. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner. You can follow me on Twitter at at Eliza Skinner. You can follow the podcast at at Cool Playlist Pod. You can also find our website at coolplaylistpod.com. And you can find links to all the playlists we make and anything we talk about and our Patreon. We don't have advertisers, so we rely on Patreon co-producers like you. The theme music is by Ross Bryant. The art and logo is by D. Billy at Duchess and the Queen Studio. And the podcast is produced by cool DJ Aristotle Acevedo. Oh, and you can always rate and review us on iTunes. Everybody loves that. Bye.